like, I don't really know football that well. So just from yeah. a from an average viewer perspective, yes, you're yeah. right. I didn't see much skill going on, but I did see that. I did see that England had a bit more dominance and a bit more skill than Colombia. As far as I could mm. see, Colombia were just rough and ready and just, just they weren't really trying to play football. They're just trying to bully, bully certain men on the field. Yeah. yeah. And so I was thinking, right, okay, if they're coming with them kind of tactics, yeah, um, England need to be just man enough and just making sure that they're either one, they're, they're ready to bully man back, or, yeah. or they just get their head in the game and just play the game as it should be played because if they're going to try and do the same tactic, yeah, it might not come off because that's not how they play normally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas Colombians, I, I'm, I don't know, I can't speak for all Colombians, but the Colombians I've met, especially the girls, boy, they're hot-headed. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I, don't think, though, I, don't, I don't think that they were that hot-headed in this one. I just think they were being a, a, a bunch of pussies, to be honest. Like, <laughs> uh, nah, because they, 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 they were, because they, they were doing little sneaky things. I'm like, fam, like, you, like, man up to play the game, like. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they do little sneaky things, like, like for example, when they got the penalty, you, you see what, uh, one guy there just, like, uh, mashing, mashing up the, pe- the penalty spot whilst, whilst everybody's crying to the referee. He's there with his, with his feet raking the spot. Yeah. Like, 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 what the hell do you think that was, that, that was going to uh, achieve? Absolutely nothing, because the, the balls have got bags in the back of the net, either way. Yeah. You know what? There's no sportsmanship proof amongst the Colombians. Even when I saw... Well, it's a South America thing in general, to be honest. Like, oh, really? Like, for example... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, for example, when Diego Maradona scored that, uh, that goal with his hand uh, back in 1980, whatever it was, I can't remember again. Yeah. Um, obviously, over yeah. here... And, and most places in in Europe, they were, they were like, oh, he cheated, he cheated, he cheated. Yeah. But in South America, it's like, mm, no, nah, he was just very cunning. Like that's how they wow. see. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's how they see it. Like they, they, they see it as, as as you being so part of the game, tricky and and wise, and you know you like yeah, basically. Uh, whereas most other countries or most other. other um, I guess civilization will say, no, you cheated. It's, it's, it, 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 that wasn't cunning. Yeah, you you, you blatantly cheated. Yeah, and it's not and loud being proud of that shit as well, man. Fuck that shit. If you can't win fair and square without cheating, then then why are you in this game? But to win, to win, that's it. Yeah, you like, know the the crazy thing is, yeah, like for me is that it seemed like England just fell asleep. They scored that goal. Yeah, mm. this is British man, isn't it? Like they they score and they go sleep, and that's across yeah. the board. They, I ain't even yeah. talking about football right here. I'm talking about <laughs> when certain men go out on that pool, they score, yeah. they go sleep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they did. They scored, they fell asleep, right? They beat asleep, boy. You know what? The ninety third minute. How are you letting man score? Uh, it, it, it was it, it was ridiculous. But look. If England are going to do this, if it genuinely is coming home, then it's going to come home in the, in the most ridiculously English way possible. Yeah. Uh, by by heartache, by hardship, by scraping through. Like, yeah. They're not going to do it pretty. That's well, that's sure. the thing. I never really see England ever play beautiful football, really. Like, I, again, I'm talking from an mm. average viewer's perspective, but when I see how they are on a ball. It always seems very fast-paced, rushed and panicked, yeah? And when I see yeah, other other, other teams on the ball, their pace is much slower, but they are, like, more... They're more prepared on the ball. They know what yeah. they're doing, you know what I mean? 
certain, yeah. certain of these guys, it seems like they're almost tripping up over themselves, or the ball's tripping them up. <laughs> and then they try and look back at the other players like, dude, you trip me up. I'm like, nah, dude, you trip yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? Yeah? Okay, it's, it's funny that from like someone who's not that, like educated uh, um, football wise that you can pick up these things and because it's the truth um, England you know, English players by and large aren't the most uh, technically gifted uh, in the world uh, <laughs> they, they, they're very tenacious yeah uh, they have they have like this very this this um, like never say like never say never attitude or like they, they're willing to like if they can see a man kick it, kicking the ball, they're willing to put their face in, in front of that ball. Like they'll risk whatever, yeah, and and that is a very like admirable attribute to have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but technically, they they've never been that great. Like if you go to South American countries, mm-hmm. like they do this thing called uh, futsal, okay. uh, which is it's, it's still football, but they play with a smaller ball. Okay. And what that, and what that means, like, and it's not an eleven aside either. It's um, it's less players on the pitch. But what that means is that your touch has to be on point because yeah, that ball yeah. is not smaller. Yeah. Uh, so your touch has to be on point. Like the way you move the ball has to be has to be very precise. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for they, real. They, they thrive on 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 being very technical with the ball, which is not which is um for I mean there's this guy that I used to work with. Uh, his son plays for. Oh, damn, I can't remember what, what, what team he plays for now. But he was telling me that, that club, some clubs are starting to introduce futsal into right. their curriculum. Of course, um, they have to, man. Cause... Yeah, because they can see that it benefits them, so especially when, you, when you're doing it from from a younger age. Um, it's a, it, like, it benefits them a lot um, down the line. Um, I mean, I will say this England team is probably the most technically gifted team that they've had in a very, very long time. Seriously, and, and, yeah. I, yeah, and it's not even that technically gifted. But <laughs> in comparison, yes, it is. Uh, okay. I mean, I think I, I, I've always said to people like, um, I've, I've been saying for the last few years that the Indian team that goes to World Cup in four in, in four years time in twenty um, twenty twenty two, yeah. that's going to be that's going to be a very very strong team. You reckon? Um, I think, yeah, I think I, I think that the players that are coming up that, that are coming up now. In four years' time, when they're mature and and and, and they've um, hit hit hit, they're closer to their peak. Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be a very good team. Very okay, good team. okay. Like, if they don't, if if they somehow like do an England and bottle it, and 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 don't and, and not win it this year, um, yeah. then I think they've, they've got a very good chance in in, in four years' time. Very, very good chance. Well, the thing is, as you're saying, yeah, they're scraping. They're just about scraping through. Obviously, the only game they lost was against Belgium, but they already qualified by that time, right? So, yeah. But the thing is, they. It's I a, mean, okay, that's a convenient excuse to, to be honest, like, because yeah, like I, like my uh, opinion from the start, from the start of this whole thing was Belgium are probably the the the, the dark horse in this. Um, I think I you're think right. That, yeah, Belgium to fruition. Minimum, yeah, I mean, minimum is, is semi-finals. If they do, if they get if they do anything less than semi-finals, in my opinion, with the with the the squad that they have, mm-hmm. they failed. As far as I'm concerned, they failed. It has to be semi-finals minimum. Right, 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 right. Well, well, we'll see what happens, I guess. But <clears throat> but they struggled mm-hmm. against um they struggled against Colombia, right? Yeah. Um, when they when realistically they probably shouldn't have struggled as much. 
Um, mm. I mean, they, as you say, they scrape through just on penalties, and England apparently have re- never really been good when it comes to penalty shootout. Very um, yeah. It's, it's, it's never been good. They're, they're very poor. Right, right. And, 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 and the thing is, it looked on the on the cusp of um, being that again when um, yep. was it Henderson or something like that? He missed. He missed. Yeah, it. Not, yeah, no, he got saved. Didn't didn't it? Yeah, that was a great save. To be fair, uh, I have to say that, that that was a very good save. Um, I don't I don't really blame Hen- Henderson for that one. Okay, uh, okay. Keep a guess right. He stretched as far as far as he could reach, and he and he saved him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I guess I don't want to be sounding too negative against them. You know, at the end of the day, not not well. Some great teams as far as I'm aware, have gone out already. Like, the World yeah. the World Cup holders from last time, the Germans, they're out. Yeah. They got kicked out by South Korea. Is it South Korea? Or Republic yeah, of Korea? Korea. Right? South so, Korea. Yeah, so I'm thinking, wow, okay, either South Korea played their motherfucking hearts out, or the Germans just weren't on it on that day. Like, could they? Both, both, both things are true. Right. Both, both things are true. Right. And I will say, I mean, I, I will also say this, um, that's not uncommon for the last winners to get knocked out early. It's not uncommon. It happens. It's, it, it's happened for the last, I want to say, three or four World Cups, when mm. the previous winners have been knocked out of group stages. Oh, so wow. it's not uncommon at all. Yeah, it's not uncommon. It happens. Is that uh, because they I just relax or whatever? Or what, or what? Um, I don't know what it is. Uh, I mean, for Germany, in Germany's case, I think they are in a transition, transitional period uh, between the old guard and the new Oh, okay, and the new yeah. Comers. Uh, all them guys like Schweinsteiger and all that, yeah? Oh, Schweinsteiger's gone, man. Schweinsteiger yeah. could never make this German squad right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, no. He's he, he way past it. I, I think he retired from uh, international football uh, a year or two ago, to be honest. Uh, he's old, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, football, football, football-wise, he's, he's old, yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, I've always thought to myself, doesn't Schweinsteiger mean pig, pig sticker? I have no idea. Because Schwein is pig, right, in German, right? And Steiger, I'm pretty sure that's Them I'm, I'm good, man. 
all I know, all I know, actually, no, yeah, whilst on the, on the subject of football, I want to say to, um, uh, um, what's his name, Lionel Messi, suck him on, bro, boy. Oh, uh, the bottom of my heart, and I'm so, so happy that they got knocked out of their pussy holes. Why, um, why, tell so, me why. Burn that, man, burn Argentina, man, as far as I'm concerned, man. Uh, the, 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 the only saving grace in that country is bloody Diego Maradona and his cokehead. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was he was so unsportsmanlike when um who did who did they beat the other day? Uh, Nigeria. He, oh, that's right. And he put them. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, what? Bruh, he was out of his mind, man. He, he was like, bruv, he was coked out, man. Leave him, man. Yeah, he's yeah. always coked out, man. Isn't he? Exactly. Let man enjoy life, man. Let man enjoy life, man. Mm. I was gonna say he worked hard for it, but yeah, maybe not. He cheated, but. He cheated, but he's also one of the one of the most brilliant minds in football ever. He's one of the most talented human beings that's ever touched the football in history. Really? Yeah, he is. He, he, he's but what this guy did uh, in his time was nothing short of miraculous. No uh, way. For, yeah, because look, he like for 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 a man like for for a man to. Like in 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 the eighties, yeah. Moved to Napoli, yeah. Mm-hmm. Napoli was a, was a team that hadn't won nothing in like over sixty years, yeah. Like for for him, for him to choose that basic ass team of all the big teams that, that wanted him was amazing. And when he went there, he said, "I promise you, yeah, I'm going to win you trophies. Yeah, a, a lot of your politicians have let you down. I'm not going to let you down." And he didn't. Oh wow! And he 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 stuck to his word and brought trophies to that club in the first time in over sixty years. What? I, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know what I did. Yeah, man, and 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 he was very outspoken um, against FIFA. So 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 obviously FIFA being as corrupt as they are, they decided to screw him over. Like they literally pulled man off the pitch. He was on the pitch playing in the World Cup. They pulled him off the pitch to go do a piss test. Oh, what like, are you that, serious? That, that, has, that has never happened in the history of football before or since. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, maybe we, maybe they just thought he's so marvellous on the ball. He's so with it. He's so aware in the game that yeah. they just couldn't believe that he was he was not on anything. No. Okay, it wasn't that. Um, Maradona was very well known for being a cokehead. Okay. It was, no, it, 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 it wasn't. A, it wasn't a secret whatsoever. Right. Uh, but because he started to go at FIFA, they were like, okay, you know, we 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 we're hundred percent sure that that, that he that he plays the coke in the system. So you know, let's test him, and then we can kick him out, and then we can just get on, get on with what we're doing. And that's yeah, what it was. Surely, surely that they knew that it was gonna. Like, it's, let's say it, it did come back positive. Yeah. Surely yeah. there would have been some massive riots because you can't do that in the middle of the game. No, it did. It did come back positive. It did. And what? They let him carry on. No, they they they, they banned him. Were there were there riots? Um, no, because everybody knew that he was on coke uh, and that's an illegal substance in football. So, like, <laughs> I mean, obviously people saw the hypocrisy in it. Because uh, uh, obviously, for, for a man to be talking about you and exposing certain things about you, and then the next day, all of a sudden, oh, hey, you got a, you got a, a piss test, right? And, and and not just like not not like before the match or after, like during the match, took man off the pitch to go piss during a match. That's nuts. 
like go crazy. You, you couldn't you couldn't be any more blatant that you that you that you that you're targeting somebody. Yeah, that's like to. that's like let's say for like a Formula One, yeah. You, you you quickly flag man down in the middle of the race and say, "Yo, come out yeah. the car for a second. Let me piss test you and shit. Then you can get back in the car if you pass." Like your your race is done, bro. Mm. Like yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> well, it would it was that blatant. It was that blatant. But I mean, everybody knows like FIFA has been corrupt for a very long time. I think they they they're trying to clear, clean uh, to 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 clear house at the moment. Right. Um, a lot of the old guard have been forced out. Yeah. Uh, like set of blatter that pussy right. <laughs> right. I I hope he gets run over. Right. But 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 lives. run over. But, yeah yeah. I hope he gets run over but lives. Right. That 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 guy's a he's a, he's a scumbag man. Of the oh, highest order man. Scumbag of the highest order. Right. He he. Like him and Don King like go hand in hand as far as I'm concerned. Man. Oh, deep, bro. Him bro and everyone under the bus tonight, bro. Bam. <laughs> Rags, rags. I hope he gets run over, but he doesn't die. Right. <laughs> you just, just want him to suffer, suffer. in it. Yeah, yeah, just some, just some pain, man. Right. Oh my days. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what what was I talking about before that though? What were we gonna? What, was I talking about that before? The set, or was it the same thing? We we're talking about England and that. Oh, we're talking about England. Okay. We about yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, anyway, onto onto uh, I don't know. Should I say more positive things? Um, have you have you have you listened to Scorpion yet? Yes, I have. Um, I haven't listened to it all. I'm not gonna lie. That's a that's a very heavy uh, album. When I say heavy, it's because obviously it's a double album, and I'm not really one for double albums. I'll be honest. Mm. Yeah. Before, before I move on to talking about the actual album itself, yeah, let me just say this: for double albums, I think it's very, very, it's very ambitious and courageous of an artist to release a double album, because yeah. as an album, yeah, it's a body of work that you want the the, the listener to listen through that whole album, yeah, yeah. Um, which is why I really enjoyed the seven track albums that Kanye. I know I'm coming back to this again, but I really enjoyed oh, yeah. them because they're sharp, snappy, quick, quality pieces, and you literally can get the whole feel of the album in the space of half an hour. And in this day and age of where you, people are consuming music so quickly, yeah, mm-hmm. it fits right in. It's so relevant, yeah. Which is why I thought with like Chris Brown, he he was on his own planet. Like doing his own thing with all like thirty eight tracks albums, and I was like, "What?" Well, it wasn't like forty something. Uh, I don't know, like, bro. It was, it was, it was exhausting. It was very. And don't get me wrong, I am very much in um, in favor of an artist doing their own thing. Like basically, not not always going against the grain, but not also going like following the bandwagon yeah so that's fine if you want to yeah. do a double album cool but you got to really know what you're doing you got to basically somehow make sure that the listener stays very much engaged in the album which yeah. coming on to the album now right actually let me quickly say this before i started getting exhausted with the album there was two albums actually probably one album one double album that i listened to when i was younger back to back which was mm-hmm. Tupac, all eyes on me. But the reason for that, excuse me, was I was very much new to this. 
Sorry? What, a Tupac fan? Yeah, I was a massive Tupac fan. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was the first rapper I'd really heard properly. And it, for me, it just seemed like total freedom. Like, you could say and do what you want on a song. No qualms, mm-hmm. no consequences. He just did whatever he wanted and said whatever he wanted. And no one could tell him nothing. For me, that was just ultimate freedom, yeah? And obviously, it was mm-hmm. a rhyming form. So, for me, it was just very clever. You could say what you want in a in a rhyming form where I was immediately hooked. But for me to hear that album, it wasn't, I couldn't get enough. I was just like, oh, wow, that's it. Although, mm. on reflection, the album didn't doesn't really have much, and I know I might get a, a bit of flack from Tupac fans here, it doesn't yeah. have much dynamicism. It, it's a very, Tupac was very one-directional in terms of what he said and what he did and how he rapped. He didn't have much variation. Yeah, yeah. Right? So this yeah, but but coming on to, to to Drake now, right? Yeah. Drake, for me, in my opinion, has a lot of variation. He his tracks can vary wildly. Like he can go from very slow and calm and very sort of romantic style of music, yeah, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just say OVO. And then he's got like fast, upbeat kind of half not hardcore but it's harder hard hitting sound and he's rapping mm. on it whereas the slow stuff he's actually singing so you're getting a much more dynamic range of music right but alongside mm-hmm. that what he's done with this double album is he sprinkled his response among to, to push a t amongst several tracks so then mm-hmm. it was like you have to keep listening to the whole album in order to get your a conclusive idea of how he's responded to Pusha T, yeah? Whereas okay. if, he, if, he, if he came out the gate and just did it like, for example, Nas did it on um, Steelmatic with like the second, the second track was an instant yeah. and direct response to Jay-Z. It wasn't like, it wasn't a sprinkle, wasn't subliminals, anything. He, did, um, he went in, he went at him, yeah? If Drake yeah. did that and went hard at Pusha T, right? Mm. everyone would have been satisfied, but they would have been immediately jumping off of the album to look for Pusha T's response to the album track rather than yeah. rather than listening to the whole album and appreciating the body of work, right? Mm. So I have mixed uh, emotions about the album. I do, I, like, some of the songs I'm like, yeah, cool, nice. Um, and, I, and I've heard, like, a bit of a response in there. But then some of it, I'm like, nah, this is the same old Drake whining and moaning and complaining um, with the same type of sound. And you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not necessarily bringing anything new. And I guess his response to that would be, if it's not broke, why fix it? Because yeah. obviously people are still going so mad about it. Yeah. But at the same time, for me, mm, You've been doing this a while now, bro. You've been doing this, like, three, four albums deep now, like, doing the same type of shit. I feel yeah. you need to start switching up a little bit. That's just for me. That's just my opinion. But, hey, who am I to comment? <laughs> I agree. No, no, I agree. Um, I, 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 mean, I, I mean, let me preface this by saying I have, I have, I have not listened to the album yet. At all? Um, no. Okay. Uh, all, all I've heard is, is just the tracks that have been released so far. Right. So, nice for what? God's plan and all that, yeah. uh, and he's not released one single so far that I've, that I've, that I've liked. Uh, I think they're all garbage. Uh, <laughs> I think God, I think God, God's plan is the most is, is, is the only is the bear, is the most bearable one out of all of them. Right. Uh, but I, I don't like God's plan. Um, 
Uh, I think Nice Water is garbage, and I'm pissed off that he that he ruined that that uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill song, yeah. Uh, sample. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pissed off that he did that. Uh, I'm upset. It's garbage. Very much um, so. Yeah, yeah. Th- 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 there's nothing that he's released so far uh, that I've enjoyed. Uh, I mean, I definitely will at some point get around to listening to the album. Actually, no, I'm lying. I- I've listened to one or two tracks. Um, I've, um, but at some point, I will actually sit down and, and properly listen to it and dissect it. Um, I was hoping that he wasn't going to do the subliminal BS, uh, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. Uh, because you can't, um, you can't go direct to somebody. They respond and you start sub them. You start, they, then you go back to subs. That makes no sense. No, uh, well, it's weird because he's not really. It's not really subliminals. What it is is, like for example, um, like one direct quote, and I can't remember the exact wording. Yeah, mm. um, but basically he's saying. Um, I wasn't trying to hide my baby from the world. I was trying to hide the world from my baby. So basically trying to say I was trying that's to protect... I, yeah, yeah, that's one I've seen quoted right. um, a lot um, on social media. Um, yeah, I don't care. Um, so he's not hes not really replying per se. He's more like answering. He's more like hes more like saying, okay, so you've, you've called me out on this and I'm going to answer it rather than saying, I'm going to get at you. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he's he's more like, he's. I think he's conceded the battle. He's already said, okay, I've lost. But he's definitely conceded it. From, 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 from where you didn't respond, you conceded it. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't care what the hell, uh, I don't care what, um, um, what's his name? Push D. I was about to say Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, oh, oh Jay Prince. Jay Prince, yeah. I don't care what they said. Um, you didn't have no career ending this, get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing is that further, furthermore to that is that when Jay Prince was talking, he kept referencing, um, ju- just, just uh, ex- uh, yeah, kept referencing, referencing Kanye the same way that uh, Drake did um, in his track. Um, and it's like, bruv, like, stop. Uh, your issue should not be with Kanye West. Stop yeah. talking about Kanye West. Talk about the person who's actually coming at you. Yeah. Even said it to you in, uh, in, in, in the story of of uh, of, of Adidon. Like, bro, stop talking about Kanye. I want all the cusses. Yeah, yeah exactly. Talk to me. Talk yeah. to me, but he knows that there, that, 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 that there was nothing to say. Wow. It's true. If you ain't got nothing to say about the person coming at you, then you're dead it. Just concede and, 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 and move on with life. What's the point? It's What's true, the point? true. So, look, I don't... I don't care about your answers. Yeah, uh, your answers should 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 have come in in, in, the, in the form of a diss, or even if you want, you want to come come with a diss. Like before the album came out, do this whole addressing everything um, 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 strategy. Do the yeah. do it then. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear your album. I don't really care. Right. You know, so, you know, it might be worth you listening to the album because no, no, I will. I will okay. definitely. I tell you why, because in a way. I can hear and I can see that it's fueled some of the fire in Drake. And some of the tracks, I'm like, I can hear a bit more passion and a bit more heart to it. And, mm. like, even though he tries to bring heart 
to the songs anyway, like a bit more sentimental feeling, this has kind mm. of put a little bit more of a fire up under his ass. And I can hear some of the songs that are actually, like, he's gone in to actually record for the album rather than the ones that he's just selected that's been pre-recorded. Yeah. yeah. And it's given him a bit more material and a bit more substance to talk about rather than the same old rehash shit. So in a way, Pusha T's done him a favour by giving him a bit more material. Um, mm. uh, but, again, he kind of reverts back to his Drake style of song-making, yeah. which, for me, I've always marvelled at. I've always said, oh, that's good, but when you just keep doing it, it's not. It's, it's no. It's, it's no longer novelty anymore. Like you're just yeah. like, okay, well, I know what it's you're like. Eminem. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's, it's like Eminem. Yeah. Like, there's only so many times that you can kill your ex-wife. There's only so many times you can, that you can kill Doctor Dre on record. Yeah. Like, there's only so, so many times before it's like, ah, oh, yeah, like what else? Like, what else? Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. You can only yeah play that card a few times before people are like, well, dude, I know what's going on. You know. What I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, right. But yeah, don't, as far as um, I, in if I'm honest, I still feel mm. like Take Care might be Drake's best album for me. For That'll me. Be the next question. Yeah, because this is a good album. Don't get me wrong. It's like mm. anybody who's a Drake fan will immediately push it up to say it's a classic. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a classic. What I would say is a very good album, close mm. to being a classic, but it's just. For me, it's just too much. Like, there's too much. I, I, I don't think I can ever say a double album is a classic album because yeah. it's not a contiguous, organic body of work. You've, you've recorded so many songs spanned amongst how many months or years, let's say, and then you just mm-hmm. selected the best song. Whereas I feel like if somebody creates an album, normally um, it's through a shorter space of time and yeah. they've gone through a, through a few things in order to create the album, and it's about it's centered it's centered around a certain theme. Like for example, yeah. Kendrick Lamar, like he makes perfect bodies of work. It's not even an yeah. album; it's, it's a body because he's he's themed it around something, and then it's organically created amongst that time, and you can hear it. Like it's it's, yeah. it's almost perfect the way he does it. Yeah. Now I don't always like Kendrick Lamar songs, but I appreciate the body of work as a whole, the way he's packaged it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So he, he packages it so well <laughs> as one entity, whereas artists, I feel, generally just make good songs and then slam them on and say, right, that, that's my album. And in a way, I kind of feel like without the Pusha T thing, mm. it would have been completely that. It would have been a double album of just songs thrown on there but with the push it it kind of stays the album a little bit so it's really close to being <laughs> a good album but it's uh-huh. not it's just not there because of the amount of quantity of songs um, so maybe push it should be sending him sending him an invoice hey hey yeah exactly <laughs> hey, yeah well i'll tell you what though i'll tell you what it with all this promotion like tv ads i don't know it's crazy because remember we were talking about this on a previous podcast about tv ads and 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 uh and billboards and blah blah blah. and you said nowadays like the internet that's where it's all at it's not you don't really like tv ads and stuff is not really a thing unless you're big like um what's her name uh adele and ed sheeran which i guess drake is but i've never really seen that before but even even when I went to listen to the album, right, I, it's not like I didn't have a choice. I pay for Spotify Premium, and they're still giving me ads 
for Drake. I feel like I should be I should be complaining to Spotify saying, How hold up. I paid yeah. for not receiving ads and you're still giving me ads to listen to this dude. Yes, I might have listened, I might have listened to him previously and maybe yeah. you got my ad preferences, but that shouldn't be a thing that you're doing to me. I should be yeah. given a choice. But anyway, I digress. Uh, you definitely should be complaining, uh, man. Because it is not the whole point of of a premium um, package is that you don't you don't have to deal with ads, like, regardless of, of of how you feel about the artist itself. Like, that's not important. The fact is, I, I'm paying this extra bit of dough, so I don't have to listen to ads, and that should be it. It's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I might I might put in a little tweet with them tomorrow or something. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's that that shouldn't be happening, man. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, that's my take on the album. Um, it's a good album. Like I'm, um, you know, again, I, I'm not a, I'm not a Drake. Where, where, where would you rate out of all of these albums? Uh, hmm, that's that's you, a that's you a, say KK is number one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know what? It's weird because I still feel like his first album is going to be like the last draw for me. Like I was super disappointed on Thank Me Later. Yeah, so, oh, really? a, yeah, okay. I don't know why, but I just felt like the mixtapes that had come before Thank Me Later were, like, for me, classics, and then Thank Me Later came, and I was like, what's this? Like, this is no yeah. way, like, a classic at all. So I thought he was just going to be a flash in the pan after that, but he luckily saved it. But anyway, mm-hmm. Take Care came, and I was like, okay, wicked. I can mm-hmm. work with this. This is this is nice, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same, exactly. So I feel like Take Care was still better, but Nothing Was the Same was actually really good. It was it was close. It was a close runner up. Um yeah. If I'm honest, I didn't really like views. Um wait, hang on, what was it before was it was if it you're reading this is too late. And I, mean, I don't know if that counts as an actual album, does it? It does, I guess. Wait, wait, was there something after um Nothing Was the Same? Wasn't uh, there? Yeah, yeah no, 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 no,
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Views. Yeah. Views. If I'm honest, I only really like two songs from that album. The rest yeah. of it, I was like, nah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, personally, um, okay, I mean, I've, I've listened to Scorpion, so I can only really judge um, the other four um, albums. Um, for me, um, I would say um, Fight Me Later was number one. What? Yeah. I must but, be on a different planet, bro. I'll tell you, I tell you why. Um, just like I said uh, about this, uh, about, about Scorpion, yeah. uh, how I've, I've pretty much disliked every single um, single leading up to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the opposite for Thank Me Later. Every single song that was released prior to, prior to the album coming out, I loved it. Oh, um, wow, okay. Over, I thought was fantastic. Um, um, what's other... Uh, uh, f- um, find your love. I better find your love. Bob, that's how bad boy tune, man. I don't care what anyone says. That's how bad boy tune. Uh, I think. Um, I think. I think. Miss me was after the album was released. Uh, but yeah, leading up to that album, uh, because obviously, I mean, uh, before the album, I was rinsing so far gone. Like so far gone was like probably the only album that. Well, maybe the only album, but one of the few albums that I was listening to for like a good year. Wait, wasn't was so, was actually, so far gone the so mixtape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixtape. I was banging that mixtape. I was rinsing well. yeah. that mixtape, absolutely rinsing it. So trust me, I was very excited, very excited for Thank the Later. That's the thing. That's the thing. I was all mm-hmm. over that mixtape too, which is when Thank Me Later came out. Maybe what it was is because I got so used to the sound and the way the mixtape was running. Yeah. yeah, and when it came to the album, it didn't run the same way, and I was like, ah, it's not, it's missing that kind of edginess that the mixtape had, and yeah, and I was, and I felt like, um, I felt like he should have literally just run it the exact same way and then called it an album. You know, like Lil Wayne did it. Lil Wayne, he he basically yeah, made the mix. I think so. I can't remember. I yeah. don't really listen to a lot of uh, Lil Wayne's albums because yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. car was. Was the one that was, that was very mixtape sounding garbage right. album. Garbage yeah, album. yeah. So for me, again, I, I I like Lil Wayne as a feature, but when I hear his albums, I'm like, ah, I can't take yeah. it. Yeah, I think me neither. Me neither. <laughs> so, so I think that would have worked though if Drake had that same format for the album because he can yeah. he he can actually put shit together nicely. Yeah. So I would have yeah. thought, okay, boom, do it like that. But he didn't do it like that. He did it as a bona fide, genuine album where they kind of like have a big intro and an ending and yeah, I know talk. but it was so good man I, I, I don't I don't understand how people and, and the thing is like you, you're not the only one that has said this I, I've heard it said by a few people um, but it's, it's a banging album man. like I, I, I've, I've listened to that to, to, to that album like back to like, um, um, front to back no skipping nothing oh wow not one thing, not one thing. it's a solid solid album Okay, right. I might yeah. need to go back and for listen. Me, yeah, visit. For me, that that's his best album to date. Um, I've, mm. I've, 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 I've listened to the whole of Scorpion yet, so that might change. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, because there's only there's only four songs in there that I don't like, so I doubt it. Uh, but yeah, Thank Me Later, uh, number one. And then, for me, it's, 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 in between, nothing was the same, or nothing was the same, and Take Care. Um, 
I think I slightly give it to nothing was the same. Okay. okay. Um, but I was one of those people that who, who who didn't really enjoy Take Care, to be honest. For real? Yeah. What is going on, bro? Yeah, no, I didn't take, really enjoy it. Take, take Care was, was a nice album. I think I've got over the whole mixtape sound thing by then, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah. he's going to make it like this. But Take Care, I thought it was nice, man. It had some nice tracks on there, man. It might be Marvin's, it might be, is it Marvin's room? It might be that, that, that baby's here. Yeah, but that could be that. Yeah, and that was, in a way, kind of like a throwaway thing, isn't it? Like, he, I don't know, he just... Uh, singles. Marvin's Room... Okay, I didn't like headlines. I didn't like uh, make me proud. I can't remember what what made me proud is. That's what, featuring Nicki Minaj. No, I don't remember this one. I don't remember um, <sighs> what what was after that. So after that was the motto. No, I didn't really like that either. Oh, Take care, man. Of right? And hell yeah, hell yeah, effing right. Yeah, I love that. That, that that's a bad boy tune. That's a bad. Bad boy. I'm, I'm just reading the track listings and now, and I'm just remembering. Cool love, cool love, I didn't like either. Oh, man. you know, I'm reading all the track listings, and I remember. What about what? What I was gonna say is, you know what it might be is because I remember hearing a lot of these tunes while I was out and just being in that zone, and then like when it. When it it, it kind of got me in that zone when I'm out, and I'm like, all right, cool. So maybe as I'm looking at the track listings. Um, it got most of those banging tunes got me. Then I started listening to more the album, and I was like, "All oh, right, I like this album." But maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I mean, nah, I don't uh, know. Oh, I mean, maybe that's what it's seen for me. Nah, uh, uh, over, uh, over my dead body, I like. Um, uh, shot for me was it's a good song to like watch a girl wine to. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, there, there was a lot of songs in that album that I, did, that I didn't enjoy. Okay. Um, but, not, so, yeah, I, I, would, I would say Nothing Was The Same is probably um, my number two. Uh, let's have a look at the track listing for Nothing Was The Same. That reminds me. Oh, by the way, yeah. by the way, uh, whilst we're on the subject, um, I, I, um, last week, no, last week, yes, you know, yeah, last week, last Friday, I think, I went back to listen to Nelly Country Grammar. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That that that, that album was garbage, man. <laughs> I was gapping. I was gapping. Nah, nah, nah. That album was just garbage. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you, uh, yeah, you reviewed and you and you reevaluated. Nah, I had to. I had to. Like, I thought, nah, you know, let me let me actually listen to it. Let me, let me see if it's my feeling because because usually I was going off feeling. Um, well, let me, let me see if my feeling was was accurate. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Man. Yeah, nah. I think we nah, we, we were gassed on Nelly. We we were gassed because he was just different, and he was he was yeah. he was more singy than rapping. And we were like, all right, yeah. well, this is new. Like, let's see what it's called. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. now you're right. You're right. Um, all right. So nothing was saying but Tuscan leather, uh, which I like. Yeah, I like thing. That. Can't remember off the top I of my head. I can't remember that one. Yeah. Uh, start from the bottom. I never really liked that song. I never, I never, uh, I never liked the song. I hated it at the beginning, but it really, really grew on me. Uh, I like the message, uh, I like the meaning, really obviously, because you start from yeah, yeah. and you, you... I don't really care about the message. But, I think it's nice to listen to. Wu-Tang Forever, I really enjoyed that song. It's so, it's so catchy, man. Started from the bottom, now the whole crew of you It's that catchy, man. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine they probably came up with it just in the studio, just as a thing. Like, they, they probably were just... 
going, starting from the bottom, now we're here, like that, right? And then yeah. they were just all around just saying it, like, like enjoying yeah. the moment. And then someone says, fuck it, let's just make it on a track. Let's just put it on a exactly. track. And then yeah, they just probably. made it. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Wu-Tang Forever. I love that. I don't like. You don't, don't like, like that song? No. Wait, it's is that like the one? Wu-Tang theme, right? Wait, is that the one with the with the piano that starts in the beginning, right? Um, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it starts off with like a a very soft and ballady kind of piano initially, and then um it kind of has a dreary kind of slow long beat, but it works. I like it. I didn't like it initially, but I do. I do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I like that. And um, I like that one. I like own it. I like worst behavior. In fact, you know what? To be honest, I'm thinking I might switch worst around. Worst I'm thinking I might switch my choices of take care and nothing was the same around. But there was, to be honest, there was. It was only like one take care was only just above this one anyway. So I might switch them around. But yeah, yeah. This is a slamming yeah. album. <clears throat> yeah, and then, and then views is at the bottom of that. Yeah, there, there, there was nothing about views that I liked. Uh, actually, no, 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 I'm lying. Um, what was the first track? Uh, What's the one that he released? There was one. What's the one that he released? Fucking amazing stuff this album, then. Because I hated Controller. I hated. Uh, oh, I love Controller, bro. Control. Yeah, that was my tune. Before you even released that, I was like, "This is a tune. I like this tune." Uh, I like I like I like uh, Hotline Bling. Uh, uh, I, hate, I, hate, I, I didn't like. I don't like one dance, but bloody hell, it's so catchy. See, yeah. see, see what what what, oh, fuck, catchy, what fucked me up with one dance? Yeah, <clears throat> is every single time when it came on and you initially heard a boom boom. Baby, I was like, yes, yeah, tune, and then that, yeah, then yeah. his tune will come. I'll be like, oh, fuck oh, me up yes, every I know, time. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, yeah, yeah. I, I did like controller. Um, yeah, one dance I like. Um, pop star I did like. Two nah. Uh, I did like. Nah. Blue, I like. Yeah. Nah. Like uh, yeah. Yeah. Views. I, I wasn't a fan of the album at all. Really, it just seemed like it was just a forced party album, um, and mm. and trying to keep it in line with his normal Drake sounding, it didn't quite work off, uh, work out for me. But yeah. hey, whatever. Um, talking about, I mean, I mean, talking about talking about forced uh, sounds. Uh, I mean, have you have you listened to uh, um, KOD by J Cole yet? K.O.D. Isn't that on the latest album? That is his last album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I like that album. I like <laughs> that album. That is a good album. But at the same time, for some reason... I can't get into it, man. It's not, um... It's not like a... A timeless album. It's just... Yeah. You listen to it and you're done. I don't know what yeah. it is, but the beats are not as... I would imagine a J. Cole beat. Uh, sounding beats like I don't know because I know that he he gets involved in a lot of his own production like he almost pretty much yeah, produces he, his own beats yeah yeah m- most of the time yeah but I don't know like it's like they're very naked and skeleton structure they seem almost unfinished which it mm. doesn't it's not bad but it's like pretty much the whole album's dominated by that and I'm like mm. and I don't mm. know if he's being too smart for the audience he's a bit 
like he's he's going way above the heads with certain messages, and I had to go. Well, you say that, but I would say for your eyes only is more that than this. Really? Yeah, for your eyes only was was, was very very in depth. Um, I felt. Um, I mean, when I'm talking about forced um, forced sound, uh, I was I wasn't really talking about Kelda. Um, it, it just made me, like when you said that, you made me think of J Cole. Uh, for um, sideline story, um, si- sideline story, uh, which is his first official album mm-hmm. after the mixtapes, like very very disappointed. I felt like he was he was he was being forced to, into a certain sound that wasn't his. Um, and then I, and then, and then Bornton came after that, where I felt like he was trying to rebel against what he did in Cold World, but it still wasn't authentic. Yeah, like, no, you're like, right. You're preparing for the sake of rebelling, uh, because obviously you got all that flack from 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 Sideline Story. Yeah, uh, yeah. And to be honest, Forest, Forest Hills Drive was the first time he actually nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. Certified classic, and that's the, that's the only classic album that he's ever produced. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I didn't want you to say that because I kind of agree with you. Because yeah. I remember Nas had an interview about Sideline Story, and they said, yeah, they mm-hmm. thought he was going to come hard, but he came, like, very commercial sounding, yeah? Yep. And then that's why, and then that's why I was saying Born Sinner, he made uh, uh, Let Nas Down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, he, he you're right, he kind of overdid it. He went the complete opposite direction with Born Sinner mm-hmm. to try and prove everybody wrong, like, nah, I, I can, I does this, I spit hard, like, I'm off yeah. yeah, like he, yeah. I could tell that he was really trying to prove a point with Born Sinner. Exactly, he was, he was, and 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 and, and when you do that, it, it it comes off as disingenuous, just like the first one comes off as, as disingenuous, just for a reason. But yeah, it's still not authentic. It's still not you. Whereas uh, Forest Hill Drive, uh, Forest Hill Drive nailed it. I just, you know what the crazy he thing is? Yeah, I still wouldn't call it a classic because. What? Really? I love a lot of the album, but it starts to fall off towards the end. <sighs> you it don't think so? Not even in the slightest. I think I love up to the probably... Let me what see. I don't know. Um, so, like, my favourite song on it is obviously Wet Dreams. Yeah, I love that song, yeah? Really? You don't like Wet Dreams? I do, I, I do but I've never heard anybody say that, that, that that's their favourite song from the album. I've never heard that. What? Typically, people say no role models. So no, no, okay, no role models is good. Yeah, no, no role hey. models is, 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 is nice, is nice, yeah. But I love Wet Dreams. I don't know, it's just because it's the story and everything and the beat is nice. You know what I mean? I like Some people find it to be yesified, to be, to be honest. Sir. To be what? Yesified. Really? <laughs> Yeah. No, I think he's just being honest. I don't want to know about what you bust up for the first time, but that, man. <laughs> uh, talk about something more important. But, you know, but as, it, as it gets towards, like, I think it's Hello, and, and like, apparently, like, I think that's track 10 yeah. and 11. Um, yeah. It kind of just, I don't know, for me, it just kind of starts falling off, and I'm like, mm. no, fuck, that's a what? I don't know. I don't know what it was. Maybe I have to go back and listen to it again, but... You uh, definitely I just, do that, man, because hey, it's, it's a certified classic. It, you know what? It's definitely his best album to date. Um, yeah. I still, I don't think it's, 
I don't think KOD is better than Forest Hills Drive, yeah. And yeah. Weird, weirdly enough, when I, when Forest Hills, Forest Hills Drive came out, I was like, is it an album or is it a mixtape? Because it just, it didn't, I didn't really hear anything about it. I didn't really hear any buzz too much until like a few weeks later when everyone started saying it's, it's a banging album. And I was like, oh, it is an album. Yeah. All right, cool. He kind of snuck it out of there, to be, to be, to be fair. Like, kind of snuck it out of there because, I mean, it came out just like, I'll say like a few days before the end of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, exactly. Where, where, where people had already, people, like all the like stations and all the all the like, music TV stations were already doing like their end of year wrap up, like best album of the year, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then that same week, this guy goes to drop an album when nobody's dropping an album on, on, on the last week, the last week of the year. But yeah, so it kind of it, it kind of snuck. Uh, um, it kind of caught people by surprise. Yeah. Uh, but like things like now, when I, when I when I hear the album, I think of uh, of a place I used to work at uh, uh, prior to where I'm working at now, because uh, that's the album that I used to have on my headset when I used to when I used to um, uh, jog into work. Right, right. Hey, that's a that's a fantastic album. Man. Absolutely classic. Definitely classic. I need to go back and listen to that again then because it. Maybe it's a classic. I don't know if I can deem okay, it. Okay, okay. Right now, okay. But, uh-huh. All right. Okay. What about Good Good Kid You gonna tell me that's not a classic as well? Um, controversial, bro. Cause you know how I feel about Kendrick Lamar. I appreciate the 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 body of work. I know that this guy can spit. Oh, yeah. Jeez. But there's certain sounding songs especially on that album that I'm like, I can't rock with it. I just can't get, I don't know what it is. I just, I just can't, I don't know. And the thing is, I hear what, I hear what. Do you know what just upsets me? Do you know what just upsets me? Why? Because as, as a member of EFH, yeah. you should, you should appreciate concept albums. I do. I, I appreciate, but I need, I need a bit, I don't know what it is. I think I need, um, even though it's a concert album and that's just something I would normally love, I still yeah. need it to to hit me and, and make me move and want to move. Like, I want to dance and then listen to the lyrics deeply, but I, I'm not, I, I don't get that from that album. I don't, it's, the beat don't hit me initially and then when I'm listening to the lyrics, it's like, it's like I'm logging off mentally because Oh, it's not. Yeah, it's just painful to hear, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know well, what I it is. Fire, you so bad now, man. You know uh, what? Again, uh, again, I'm trying to put some gloves and fight you right now. <laughs> again, what I might have to do is go back and really because I I gave it one whole playthrough, oh, and I was and I was um, like, what? So then I thought, okay, let me just. Make it put it on a on a shuffle thing. See if I kind of like some of the songs. No, okay, don't don't listen to don't listen to listen to albums like a fifteen years old man. Listen to like a grown man man, front to back man. Jeez, that's the thing. When I listen when I listen to it first front to back initially, it didn't grab me. Nothing really jumped out and grabbed me and said. And we talk about the same album, yeah. Yeah, album. Good Good Kid, Mad City. City. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. to people, because for someone to say that right to people, to people a butterfly, I get, I would get it because that was a very very jazz inspired album. Very, yeah, very jazz. I wasn't really. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't feeling that. I, I, yeah. I get it for that, but for a good kid, Matt C, 
Oh, jeez. You know what? I, I'm not going to lie. I always say to people, yeah, I always say to people, when, my, when my kids are older and I'm trying to explain to them hip-hop, that's the album that, that I'm going to base my, my teachings off. What? Seriously? Okay, I need to, I need to really, I really need to go back and listen to this again because if I'm honest, I, when I listened to Damn and gave that mm. a full-length listen straight from front to back, I got with yeah. that more than Good Kid Mad City. I can I can understand why. I can go, understand go, why because no no because there is some there are some very commercially uh, it's still Kendrick Lamar yeah but it, it, it's more commercially appealing like um, loyalty with Rihanna yes yeah like that song like like I can't tell you the amount of times I've been in my car. Uh, and I and I put that song on repeat like five, six, seven, eight, ten times. It gets to you, innit? It gets to you. Yeah, it's, it's it's perfect. Yeah, like, like the the melody is on point, the lyrics on point. You have little little tiny things here and there that are catchy. That even if you can't repeat uh, the whole lyrics, uh, because something because because he like the way he sits is very awkward and yeah. not, not not everybody can get it straight away. Yeah, uh, yeah. even if you know, he gives you, he gives you little, little bits and pieces that you can repeat. Exactly, you can sing a lot. It's, it, it, it's just perfectly put together. Like mm. yeah, so I, so from that aspect, I get it. But good kid, good kid, Mad City is hundred percent the album that I'm going to base my hip hop teachings for my kids off. Wow. That album. Okay. Like this is what hip hop is. Uh, you know what? Yes. Based on what you just said there, I think I need to go back and push that into my downloaded playlist and get that shit popping tomorrow. Cause I might still come back to you and be like, bro, I don't get it, but yeah. I need to I need to go reevaluate again just one more time and see and see. I might be able to be like, you know, what? I see what you're saying, but mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. And, uh, uh, and, and you know what? In in a way, Kod was kind of on that same flex, like, mm. I was like, mm, well, the beats, not, the beats are not really grabbing me, I get where you yeah. go with the, with the, the subject matter, but, Kennedy's a good album, that's it, yeah, like, that's it. it's just a good album, there's, 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 I have nothing else, like, to add than this, yeah, it's just a good album, right, 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 okay, so we agree on that then, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's not to home about, yeah, yeah, okay, um, but, yeah, man, um, uh, what's called Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Bad City, Bitch, Don't Kill My Vibe, and then the backseat like back, back freestyle. Don't get me wrong. Oh, jeez. Uh, poetic Justice with Drake. Oh, Lord. All right, I need to go. I need to go listen to that shit again. <laughs> but I do but, obviously yeah. like... Okay, this is what you do. This is what you do, yeah? Uh-huh. Um, if you've if, if you got the time, you know, do, you, you know, do anything that day, yeah? Uh-huh. Go back and, and, and watch Menace in Society. Uh, go back to watch uh, Boys in the Hood and then listen to Good Kid Massey and then you see exactly the picture that he's trying to paint. Okay. And then, then you fully appreciate what exactly what he's trying to paint. Uh, it's basically a story of... Uh, well, it's, it's, it's kind of in the title, Good Kid Massey. Uh, like, who, who, so, so, so someone who's not a gangster, uh, but he has gangster friends and he, he, he definitely deals with a lot of peer pressure. Mm. Um... Also trying to get chicks on the side, start trying to get chicks. Uh, he does a lot of things that he shouldn't be doing. And then um, when you get uh, further down, down the album, you, you have the song uh, "Sing About Me." That I'm dying of thirst. Um, that's that, that, I know. Well, let me not get uh, uh, to it. Just yeah, listen to it. Give it a second go. Uh, if, if it's not for you, it's not for you. But 
yeah, it's it's it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing piece of art, man. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely give it a second listen. I mean, to be honest, I I, I understood what he was trying to go where where mm. he was trying to go with the album as well because it did sound like very much Boys in the Hood slash Men to Society type mm. surrounding, you know. So yeah, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it another listen and see and see what's going on. What's going on. Yeah. But anyway, let's um let's come back to some um. Some some UK real world political type shit. Not too political. But you wanted to talk to me about this William Hague type shit, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, following the the uh, I don't know if you, if you heard about that case. So this woman she got CBD oil uh, because uh, her her son suffers from I think uh, epilepsy and some other. Um, some That's other right. Things. Yeah, I've talked to people about this. Yeah, CBD oil was confiscated. Uh, and then the the the, the, the government uh, spoke to some scientists and blah 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 blah, and eventually they decided, you know, let's we'll let her, let, we'll let her have her CBD oil, and the government have now decided to investigate or or, or put uh, put a team together to look into the the positive effects uh, of CBD oil, uh, <laughs> uh, with a view of with a view of allowing people to use it as medication in this country. Right. And William Hague is like. Yeah, that's all great. You know, what, let's just go one 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 further. Let's just legalize weed because, like, it just makes no sense. Yeah, uh, exactly. At, at, at this point, that we, that 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 it's still, um, that it's still illegal. Um, uh, so he said, um, issuing police orders to stop uh, police uh, to stop people from smoking um, cannabis is about as up to date uh, and relevant as asking the army to recover the empire. Um, <laughs> Yes, yeah. he, he has a point. Yeah, he has a point. He has a point. He does. Yeah, but you know what? It goes back to our previous podcast on about um, all the people that's got locked up for anything to do with marijuana offences. Yeah, what yeah, are you going to do? Stand by my statements. Okay, all right. Yeah. That push that to the side. What we're going to, yeah. what I'm going to ask is this, right? Um, would you agree at, or disagree that? Um, that you know it, it, that with them legalizing it, would you agree or disagree with that, or are you indifferent to it? Um, uh, I've always been in favor of legalization. Um, like I said, like I said previously, um, I don't partake. Um, I don't smoke weed, but mm. um, the like to make it illegal uh, to criminalize it is is, is nonsensical. Right. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. The other question I have is this: <clears throat> right, mm. that lady who was. Was obtaining CBD oil, right? Obviously, mm. it was through. Um, I think she said she was abroad, right? And then she had to come Canada. back. Correct. Okay. So she's 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 still within the Commonwealth because Cam- Canada is still part of the um, Commonwealth, isn't it? Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So she's come back to the leader or the ringleader of the Commonwealth, i.e., yeah. the UK Empire, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. And they're the ones who are less progressive than other parts of the Commonwealth, i.e. Canada, right? Yeah. What, what my main point is this. If you and your son are in Canada, right, I'm actually asking you this question. If yeah. you and your son is in Canada, right, and your son needs this oil to maintain stability, like he doesn't keep flipping mm-hmm. out and stuff, yeah, and, and having these um, episodes, episodes he fits, yeah, yeah. Now, now, at the point where she's come back, yeah, and then her child is having so many epileptic fits that they're saying, 
your child will not last. Your child is going to die if they mm-hmm. don't have CBD oil. What would you do? Would you do the exact same thing as this lady? Um, yes. Um, and okay. I would fight it to, to a degree. Um, and by that, I mean, it depends on, 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 on the stability of my son. Mm. Uh, because there's only so long that I'm going to keep fighting whilst my son's health is deteriorating. Eventually, I'm going to like, okay, do you know what? Um, I, I'm going to have to fight this from from from, from Canada. I'm going to move to, I'm going to, have to, move to Canada and uh, fight it from over here because my son needs this. Um, and you, like, prolonging your decision on whether I can have this is having a detrimental effect on my child. Mm. You know, um, you, you know what I would do? It. Do you know what I yeah. would do, bro? Okay, cool. I'll, I'll do all of that, yeah. I'll be like, yeah, I'll yeah. be fighting all of that. Maybe I wouldn't go to Canada. But I'm not waiting. Yeah. I'm not waiting for somebody in Parliament to pass the law to say that my child is okay to live now because because of this cannabis oil. I'm getting the cannabis oil, and I don't care what anyone else says. I'm giving it to my child to make sure that my yeah. child is stable. It doesn't matter whether there could be armed police. There could be Jesus himself trying to stop me. I yeah. am giving my son or my daughter the cannabis oil to make them stable. Because how is it that... I don't know how this woman had the patience and the foresight and the, mm. and the remain calm while her child has died, literally could have died any at any point, Right, mm. while she's trying to fight this thing, and to be honest, if I'm really truly being honest, bro, you wouldn't stand a chance because you're black. She's a white woman, yeah. It got into the yeah. papers, it got into the news, yeah. Once it's going into the news and the papers, and people are behind her, she has now a campaign. Like, mm. it's pressure for Parliament to now have to discuss that in Parliament and pass the law that allows her to do it. You're just a black mm-hmm. dude on roads. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting no BBC coverage, bro. You, yeah. If you didn't do it the way that I'm describing, yeah, then your yeah. your child will be very much in jeopardy, very much so. You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? That's why I'm saying... You're, you're, right. No, you're, you're right. You're right. You're definitely right. That's why for me, I wouldn't wait. I, I mean, even if, let's say, there was a chance, and let's say that, you know, for argument's sake, they, they take out the equation of race, yeah? Let's say mm-hmm. you could do the same thing as her. I wouldn't want to take that risk. I wouldn't want to because I'd be like, my child could die any moment and you're telling me I'm waiting for these motherfuckers who are born with a silver spoon in their mouth that don't know what's going on on these roads, yeah? They're just there dipping their hand into the pot and, like, getting their second house, getting their second car, blah, 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 doing whatever they want to do for themselves. They ain't worried about my child. Otherwise, they would have passed it a long time ago. Why did they wait so long? You know what I mean? So, um... Where now William Hague's now come out and say, let's just legalise this thing. It's like, yeah, because obviously he knows now, like, it, it's, it's nonsensical not to legalise it because it, you're not going to win having it against the law. Like, you're not going to win. There's no way. Okay, mm. I guess that same case could be argued for Class A stuff, right? But yeah. we understand it's well documented and now you see medical benefits of weed. So... If you can say the same things for other drugs, cool, make a case. But for weed now, dude, like, just do it, man. What the hell? <laughs> like, no, you're, you're, you're not going to overdose. You're not going to find any um, weed-related fights or killings or rapes or muggings. You may, I don't know. Maybe there's a case for that, but I don't believe that to be the case like alcohol. 
And mm-hmm. and lastly, um, now you're actually having medical benefit from from it. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't know. Again, I don't know if alcohol really has that many be- medical benefits. I've never really heard of it. Well, maybe there is. Yeah. But all as far as I know, the only medical benefit is that it's in these hand wash, um, these hand wash things at the end of each patient's bed. Like, <laughs> that's as yeah. far as I know. But it ain't really going into you and helping you out somehow. All it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the sterilizing shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's really as simple as this. Are you, are you more interested in saving face or saving lives? Right. Choose. Right. In, in, in terms of the government, are they more interested in saving face or saving lives? Saving face. Because, because, because <laughs> it, 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 I know, obviously me and you, we both know that's the case, but they would obviously say, oh, we're, we're interested in saving lives. Okay, then, look, look it, 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 you do one of two things. You either legalize weed, or if you really want, if you're really about that life, they keep that same energy about 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 alcohol. Let's 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 go back to prohibition days then. Let's go yeah. back to that. You know what uh, the crazy thing is because, though, because, because that that destroys way more lives uh, than weed does. Yeah, but you know what though, uh, uh, mm. the, that's um that's almost a mute point because our culture is so well maybe not our culture but the English culture is so steeped in alcohol. There'll be massive yeah. riots if you try to do that. There'll be like hundred percent. There would be, yeah, hundred percent. There would be, but but it's all about keeping that same energy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like you can't you can't say okay, this one thing that has uh, blatant uh, health benefits that has obvious and well documented medicinal benefits mm. is illegal, but this other thing that just makes you drunk. Like yeah, and, exactly. and and that offers nothing else to you, and kills you, and kills a lot of people, uh, and is, is the cause of a lot of deaths, whether uh, whether directly or indirectly, uh, i.e., like um, liver disease or drink driving, mm-hmm. like. But that is legal. That is perfectly fine for you to consume. Then uh, the, the way I see it is like, uh, well, I guess you, like your government wants to kill you then. But that's <laughs> what I see. Yeah. Like, again, are you interested in saving lives or or saving face? Because I mean, look, I I've I've, I've said even in the past, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I've said it on, on this podcast before. But like, I 100% believe that by the time my kids are in university, uh, we will be it's going to be extremely legalized. Like, I I just don't see how it how it doesn't. I I, I don't see like I don't see how they can continue to to fight that fight, and especially as these people. Who are really fighting a fight? These people that are in the sixties and seventies. By the time my kids are in, are in, are in university, most of them are going to be dead. Right. So, right. What are you going to do then? Right. Sure. It's just, yeah. It makes no sense, man. Absolutely makes no sense. And 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 I'm I'm shocked that someone like uh, someone like William Hague, uh, former uh, party leader, is saying is saying this. Very very shocked. <laughs> bro, you don't think he'd be smoking weed and doing doing like some drugs? I'm sure most of them do, but yeah, yeah. Like even even the people who um um um, um even people who class uh, these things like um what's it called the, like the home office and whatnot um even even I'm sure ten people in the home office smoke weed. Yeah, man. Probably probably do way more worse stuff than weed. To be fair. Yeah, they're probably doing coke in that, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Because yeah, yeah. Coke is more for the upper class, you know. It's the you know it's the one of the rich class kind of um, white man drugs, isn't it? So obviously, basically, yeah. There's this girl. Um, there's this there's this girl that I used to know. Um, um, a friend of a friend, um, whose dad would would always tell her to like, to, would basically um, encourage her to take coke. Uh, wow. For, to, to to keep her weight down. Okay. And, and she yeah, she wasn't more fat. That that that, that that's, that's the messed up thing about it. Like she was a skinny girl. Bloody hell. Uh, uh, boy, that that is some proper white people um, parenting right there, boy. <laughs> that's just that, that's just crazy. Yeah, uh, that's mad. Uh, uh-huh. I can't imagine a, a, a black parent saying, "Oh, hey, my daughter, just, you know, it's okay. Are you, you know, you healthy, skinny? <laughs> no, that's just that's nuts. That's very mad. I, I can't even imagine that either. But yeah, that's crazy. It's where we live in, man. Mm-hmm. Where we live in. But, but yeah, so um, we'll see what happens. What develops with this uh, William Hague? I'm pretty sure that many other is uh private school friends who are there in politics that probably said, Oh, you know, what are you doing? Why are you saying that? Why are you really why are you really compromising yourself and uh and appeasing the rest of the lower lower class audience and so on. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But I will say this though, in the next ten years, like there's gonna be someone that, that that comes out and, and, and runs for for um, um for Prime Minister. Uh-huh. And this is going to be pro weed. Uh, it's going to happen, and that person is going to have a hell of a following. Well, the Democ- um, Liberal Democrats attempted to do that, didn't they? In their last in the last general election, they said we will legalize weed, and did I they? think yeah, they did. Yeah, it was in their manifesto, but um, you know, they weren't really taken seriously because obviously they had what's his name who did that U-turn thing. What's his name? Nick Clegg. And since yeah. then, Nick Clegg obviously where he did the U-turn on the on the university student. And um and then had a coalition with um uh, conservatives. David Cameron. Yeah, David Cameron, yeah. So obviously that's left a bad taste in people's mouths now. They're like, Well, I can't trust the Liberal Democrats, yeah. They they mm-hmm. just they just they're just worms and snakes, yeah. So um, Huh? Like the rest of them, like yeah. the ones. Yeah, yeah, but obviously they're they're more obvious now. So what it is is obviously they're thinking well, now they've just said they're gonna legalize weed. Um, mm. They're gonna probably do a U-turn on that, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna vote with them. So nobody was taking them seriously, basically. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the personal reality has to be has to be believable. They have to, yeah, the people, have, the people have to be able to believe that you that you are um, a man or a woman of your word. Uh, for it to work, otherwise, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter what you say. People are just people just aren't going to get behind yeah, whatever exactly. uh, you're pushing. Exactly, it's true. So that's yeah. why I think that's why it weren't really picked up. Nobody was talking about it, and on top of that, yeah, I didn't know about it. Yeah, and um, I guess also there was bigger things to talk about at the time, like the whole yeah, Brexit. Who's Brexit and who's going to run it, who's going to who's going to make sure that it's, you know, it's done well and blah, blah, blah. And obviously that's still a massive talking piece. So until all of mm. those kind of things are settled down, um, yeah. Liberal Democrats having it on their on their uh, manifesto, like it's, it's just there. It's not going to be a thing where um, people really take notice until the other things settle down. So, yeah, uh, it's true. It's yeah. True. It'll happen though, I think. I think yeah, I reckon true. you're right. I reckon it will happen. I mean, to be honest, it's already happening now. They they can't stop it. And to be honest, if you're caught with um, 
you're caught with weed on the road, they don't give you any sort of form or fine or penalty. They just literally take mm. it off your hands and chuck it. Or, and, and, like, apparently they're confiscating it. But yeah. nine times out of ten, either they're going to be smoking it later or they're chucking it. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, nothing oh. happens. To be honest, when you go to a festival, yeah, there's no word of a lie, right? You can literally mm. go to, like, for example, a festival or even not on Hill Carnival, you can literally yeah. stand in front of the police, right in front of them, take out your yeah. your your spliff, light yeah. it in their face, yeah, and smoke it right there in their face all the way till you finish that whole spliff, and they will mm. not do a thing. They will not do one thing to you. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've, I've seen people do that. Yeah, I've because... I as well. Yeah, because, because they know there's no point them arresting you or doing anything to you because waste of time, police resources. Exactly, they're not there for that because if they do that, they're gonna have to do that to every single person that's there. You know what I mean? Because exactly. ev- exactly. people are on harder shit there, and they're on these these fucked up balloons and shit. Everyone's fucked, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're gonna do that to this one brother there, you might as well be just literally just canceling and cutting off the whole thing. Which I guess is what they want to do in it, because I've, I've been hearing uh, Carnival trying to get, um, they're trying to make it short. They're trying to move it, number one. Uh, if they can't move it, they're trying to shut it down. But if they, if they can't shut it down, the best way they can do now is monetize it so that people pay um, on entry. Mm. Yeah. So obviously that will cut it out because people will be like, why am I paying? Why, all these years I've been going and for free and that. Why am I paying to go in? And you know that's going to cut down the crowd massively. Yeah, uh, but that would be a shame because, I mean, from, okay, me, me personally, I haven't been to Carnival in, in at least 15 years, mm. uh, but I do like it. Uh, I do like that it's a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. That would be a hell of a shame if, if they were to... Well, well, think about it. It's, it's only been a matter of time because, remember, just like how the whole Grenfell thing, Grenfell thing, mm. it's, it's basically Carnival is from the Caribbean, yeah, mm. um, which obviously stems and can and and can, uh, carnival is obviously very synonymous with people of color, i.e., black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And black people, um, when you know, without going through a whole massive history lesson, don't come from money, especially in this country. There were no mm-hmm. reparations, nothing given to people. They've had to work their way up, and obviously, if if a lot of black people are kind of like in poverty then they're looked mm-hmm. down upon because they don't have anything, yeah? You have these people in Notting Hill who have massive houses, come from money, and they mm. don't want to see what they consider lower-class people dancing in front of their house with big, booming speakers, uh, Caribbean soul food, uh, weed and that. They don't want to see all of that. And then, obviously, the clean-up job afterwards, after the whole thing, is, is a massive job as well. They mm. go all apparently all of these people that live around these areas just literally go away for the whole weekend, yeah, like mm. and come back like on the Tuesday night or something like that because they don't want to see all of this and they want to have it in their head and around them. So obviously for them, they got if they got the money, they got the power, they can put pressure on the local council or the, or whatever to say we want this out of here. We don't want it anymore. We want it gone. Yeah, I know, but they, 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 earn, they, they earn a little bit of change from it, though. Um, like, 
I, so, um, some guy I used to work with, uh, he, he used to live in uh, Notting Hill, and he would say how he would rent out like the the front of his like the front garden kind of part, yeah, and then um, to, to to stores um, for like a nice chunk and change. Like, uh, I forgot how much he said, but I'm pretty sure it was nearly a grand uh, that you, he would charge. You know what though? If you're living yeah. in Notting Hill, right? Do you really need that grand? Hey, every little helps, man. <laughs> shout, shout out to Tesco. <laughs> every, every, every little help, yeah. <laughs> I guess. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, that grand, look, that, that grand that you make of that, yeah, that could be your, 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 your trip. Uh, that, that you, that you, uh, that, that the holiday that you take in that, in that, in, in those few days, that can cover that, and a bit, and, and spend the money on top of that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know, man. I mean, I just feel like it's not obviously in the um, the local council's interest to have it there. Obviously, they have to pay clean-up jobs. There's a lot of money that has to be spent, but maybe at the same time, there's a lot of money that they get from it. But Yeah. Uh, okay. Would you say that the Notting Hill Carnival uh, affects property prices in that area in a positive or a negative manner? Ooh, that's a very good question. That's a very good because, question. Because, because I would argue that, that it, 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 it adds to your property value because it's a tourist attraction it's uh um it's uh how, how can i put it money making it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a traditional tra- tradition uh, 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 a tradition in london um and for your property to be on the route um would have to be something that is looked at looked on prestigiously even though yeah it's we should be this for, for two days but you could be right i mean i think it might i'm thinking it depends on the demographic if you're a young professional that earns a lot, then yes, mm. you no doubt um, it's going to appeal to you, and therefore maybe that's who the market they they target. So it might not be super expensive, but it will be very expensive nonetheless. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, it probably could be valued higher if it wasn't for those two days. Because I can guarantee you, I don't know. You said you haven't been to Carnival for the last what fifteen years? Yeah. 15 years. I I went. Yeah. Not last year, but the year before. Or was it last year? Yes, I did go last year. So I went last mm. year, bro. I'm telling you, it's so mad that you, in certain parts on these roads, yeah, you're stepping on nothing but bottles and these little metal cans that blow up these balloons that people are sucking on, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, you, you, your foot is not touching the floor. You're touching just bottles and canisters and junk. <laughs> like, that's how much rubbish is left behind on certain roads. And yeah. and the cleanup job has got to be so massive, yeah that they're probably there well into, not because remember it's over a bank holiday weekend, so they're, they're probably well into the uh, the week, either the following mm. weekend or the following week cleaning up. Mm, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, fair enough. That's true, but is that any different to Wireless Festival or Glastonbury? Yeah, but they're not really um, inconvenienced. They're, they're, really. they're, they're, they're not in front of the houses. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, to go, I, two days out I, of three hundred, uh, three hundred sixty-five days. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I don't, I, I can't call it because I can't say whether that will be um, hindering the price or or, or helping. Um, mm. Is that that that's a that's a very interesting question actually, and I'd like to find out. You know, maybe I'll probably do some research on it after this uh, podcast, but. Um, mm. Yeah, like that's a very interesting question on whether it helps or hurts. 
Um, so, so the way I would see it is that your pro your property is an, uh, on a historical site. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, who knows? Hmm. Yeah. Alright, should we should we call it call it a, call it a day there? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. we covered a, yeah. quite a yeah. few things. Obviously, particularly hip hop. You know, two yeah, rappers know. we need yeah, to yeah, do. That, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's the first time that we've had uh, a hip hop discussion on this podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to we need to keep that going. We need to keep that going. Probably. Yeah, yeah. That would help. <laughs> uh, Alright, cool. So, um, anyone who's listening, uh, thank you for, uh, very much for listening. Um, you can catch uh, us uh, on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Two Filled Rappers. Um, me myself, you can catch me uh, at uh, Instagram and Twitter at Call Me Mr Best. Um, you got your details. Yeah, you can catch me on Twitter, um, which which is Cade underscore it. So it's K A I D underscore it. Right, cool. Alright, so I mean, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, appreciate it. Peace. Peace.